Welcome to the Heartland Community Church Podcast, which is designed to help you in your personal spiritual growth. This podcast is part five of the series, The Art of Letting Go. Today's message by Steve Carter is titled, Letting Go of Unforgiveness. We're in week five, and I've been thinking a lot about what it means to let some stuff go. And if I'm honest, there's a lot of things I've been carrying. Yeah, we see. (laughs) And I can imagine if you really looked at your life, maybe over the last six, seven months, maybe over the last couple years, maybe there's been some things that have been whispered into your life or spoken into your life. Maybe there's been things that someone has said to you. You just struggle with letting go. And I think for, if we're really, really honest, many of us have been carrying these lies. And I'll tell you what, our body keeps score. Our body holds on to these lies. And, and when, you, when you get around sociologists, when you get around anthropologists, they will tell you how many people are holding on to lies and wounds deep within. And you know what it ends up doing? It creates ulcers. People get overwhelmed with stress. It's almost like their body and their heart can't even take all of the weight that they're carrying. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I just see so many people carrying around weight that they were never meant to carry. I have a friend who's who's a counselor and he's in Southern California. He's been uh, kind of meeting with people for 20 plus years. They come in, they sit on his couch, they pay him 100 plus bucks, and they just talk for 60 minutes. And this is what he said, no joke. He said this, that 75% of the people who come in to his office are carrying something that they should never have had to carry, and they don't know how to let it go. Mm. Really, what what he's saying is that 75% of the people who come in week after week, write them a 150-plus check for an hour of time because they have not learned the art of forgiving another. Mm. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because if you're like me, you've been carrying some things. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at the two, the two Greek words used in the New Testament for forgiveness. Now, the first word that's used, the first word that's used, Jesus uses it. And he uses it in the Lord's Prayer. And, and, and you remember this, uh, Luke 11, uh, the, the disciples go up to Jesus and they're like, hey, teach us how to pray. And whenever you ask the rabbi to teach you how to pray, it was really like, what do you hope to see? What do you hope and long to see happen here on earth. Uh And so Jesus says, Uh Jesus so simply says, you know what I want to see? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy, set apart his name. May his kingdom come here in Rockford, here on earth as it is in heaven. And he goes, give us today our daily bread. Uh And then then it says this line so powerfully. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now that that word forgive is the word aphemi. Let me hear you say a Ephemi. Well done. You've passed Greek one. Now, here's the thing. A Ephemi 
literally means to release and send away. And Ophimi finds its roots in the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, in the book of Leviticus, when it talks about Yom Kippur, uh, like the high holiday to the Jewish people, or what we know is the Day of Atonement. Mm -hmm. And, and, And you probably know this. But the Day of Atonement was just a special day. I mean, the priest, the high priest would put on new clothes. I mean, it was like Easter Sunday for them, a new suit. He looked fantastic. And they'd come out and they'd have like these two goats. And one of them, they they would sacrifice and they would like cast lots and rocks and they'd play this game. One goat got sacrificed. The other goat got all of the sins of the Hebrew people placed on this goat, and then they sent the goat away. It's like the goat left the building. And the goat gets released out into the wilderness. So this idea of a Ephemi is like the sins are being released mm. onto this goat, and this goat is sending those sins far, far away. Wow. Let's just be honest real quick. Is there anything in your life that you've been carrying that if you could just have right now in this very moment be released and sent away, that you might feel like your life was just a little bit freer, mm-hmm. a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. a little bit more healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been really heavy for me, as you can tell, as I'm sweating <laughs> profusely. But as I think about this, as I think about this weight that for some of us are carrying and this process of forgiveness, you got to understand that forgiveness is a solo sport. It's between you and God. It's between you and God. Reconciliation takes multiple people. But forgiveness, forgiveness is a process. And for some of you, you've experienced profound trauma, pain, neglect, hurt, abuse, abandonment. And I'm just telling you, this is a process. It's not a one and done thing. I'll be honest. There's times I, I, I enter into this process of a Femi. And then 10 minutes later, I got to do it again. I got to do it again. I got to do it again because there's this enemy that just wants to keep giving you weights that you were never meant to carry. So I don't know what kind of weights maybe you carry. Maybe you're in a meeting and all of a sudden someone says something. It's like a five pound weight and they say something and it's sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And that's at you, Carrington. Why? You got a great smile. Why would they want to say something sarcastic about you? But all of a sudden, you know what? Nothing but the devil, right? And all they're doing is they're like literally handing you away. And now you got it. Now you're carrying it. Or maybe, maybe for some of you, it's just a five-pound weight. It's maybe not something sarcastic. But maybe, maybe it's just someone just tries to see you as a competitor. So you move from being a friend or a kingdom partner to someone who is a competition, a rival. And so when they get a chance in a meeting or they get a chance with their family, you know what they do? They take the shot. They take the shot at you. They take a shot at your Imago day. And all of a sudden by them doing that, they're handing you a five pound weight. And the truth is you gotta now deal with it. You did nothing. You were just living your life and someone said something out of their insecurity and now you were handed a weight. But for some of us, it's, it's, it's bigger than that. And some of us are handed 10 pound weights. And someone just says, I'm, I'm with you. I'll never leave you. And then all of a sudden they're like, I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> and what do they do in that place? 
They're handing you away. Yeah. Now that you got to deal with the fact that someone just handed you something. And you're like, I didn't deserve this. I didn't ask for this. And sometimes it's even more than that. Sometimes, you know, you got another 10-pound weight. Someone just, just neglects you. They don't follow through. I don't know. Maybe sometimes it, it's bigger than that. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone 25-pound weight. Uh, maybe, maybe you had a parent walk out. Maybe, maybe you had someone who was supposed to give you a map and show you something. And all of a sudden you feel ill-prepared to go through life. And now at a young age, you were handed this way, going, figure it out. Man. And you're sitting here going, I'm carrying this. And in every meeting that you go, you carry this. Every place that you go, you carry this. Uh, maybe for some of you, it's not just a 20-pound weight. Maybe it's a 30-pound weight. And, and, and again, it's just all of these weights. It could be a form of abuse. It could be a form of just deep, deep pain. And I'll tell you what, I got weights on weights on weights in here. Another 15-pounder. Another 20-pounder. Now someone watching online is like, man... That guy didn't skip leg day. No, I did not. Or maybe there's another 30-pounder. And you're like, why? And what am I supposed to do with this? And this is the power of the Day of Atonement because God is a God that never wanted you to have to carry weight that you were never supposed to carry. So he creates this day called the Day of Atonement, which is a day where we can be at one with the divine. And he goes, you are actually going to release all of this weight onto this goat, and you're literally going to send it away. Uh. Send it away. But here's the thing. Many of us just don't know, just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll tell you what. Life feels a lot lighter than when I was carrying this. I actually thought I was going to fall right in front of you all. <laughs> but you ever been around someone? And they're just walking, their shoulders are down. You can just feel it. You can feel that they're carrying something they were never meant to carry. Their head's down. They're not living in freedom. And they just have not learned how to release and send it away. But Ephemi isn't the only word that's used for forgiveness. Paul writes about this in Ephesians chapter 4. And in Ephesians chapter 4, it's powerful because he says these words, do not let any unwholesome talk, in verse 29, come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. So let me just stop right there. You know what's amazing? Is every time we speak, we ought to be building someone up, lifting someone up. But the truth is, oftentimes with our actions and with our words, we're not building people up. We're giving them weights. Shaman, come over here for a second. Can I just tell you something? And have you stay right here, man. You're always so fired up. I love that about you. And now here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's say this. Let's say this. I see Sharmon. I got some thoughts. I'm having a bad day. Based on insecurity, I say something. What am I doing? I just handed you this weight. And that's yours. Now, here's the thing. Do I think about what I said? No. no. 
Now he's left carrying this weight and I'm just going on with my own day. Chopping it up with Gordy, hanging out with the team, and now you're left to carry this. I call this the double punch. Because I have punched you with my words, now I've given you that, and you're just getting punched every time you carry this until you learn how to release it and send it away. And this is the truth. So many sincere Christ followers say, and they'll sing, I want freedom, I want freedom, I want freedom. But the way that they're living is not free. Now, let's just ask this question. How amazing and compelling is the life of a man or a woman who is living carrying all of this weight? How much joy can he have? And this guy is one of the, like a joy factory. It's like Red Bull in the flesh, you know what I mean? (laughs) But like, if that is now covered in all of this weight, I look at that and I go, I don't want that. I don't want that. You know what I want? I want someone who's free. I want someone who's filled with joy. And so this is why Paul's saying, hey, with your words, make sure that what you say, what you do is going to build someone up and not give them weights that they were never meant to carry. Does that make sense? Let's take it even farther. Thank you, Charmon. It says this, continues on, and says this, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. So you know what grieves the Holy Spirit? When we give people weights that they were never meant to carry. Uh-huh. Just sit on that for a second. And when we neglect, when we abandon, when we hurt, where there's collateral damage, grieves the third person of the Trinity mm-hmm. continues on. And it says this, with whom you were sealed for the day of rebe- redemption, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and, s- and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. And then verse 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Now, real quick. Anyone love to grill out? Oh, yeah, come on. Now, you got to know, I know that there's a lot of talk, a lot of talk right now around what's the best hamburger. All right? All right. Some people, some people in the South are going to say Whataburger, dismissed. Some people, some people are going to say Culver's, canceled. They're just going to say something. There's only one hamburger that really, really matters, and that's the In-N-Out Double Double. Yes, 100%. 100%. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what In-N-Out did. In-N-Out did something so genius and beautiful and profound. They actually put this contraption above the grill that sucked up that aroma that is pleasing to the Lord. And they sucked it up and they had these fans, these massive fans, and these massive fans then would push them to hover like the Holy Spirit in Genesis 1 over the darkness and it would just be hovering right over the freeway. And so you're in Southern California, you're driving, it's hot like it is right now on stage and you have this moment, you're just driving, the air is coming in and you're like, and you're in the fast lane and something comes over the wheel and you just begin to cross four lanes, exit and you're in the drive-thru. 
And then you order a double-double, and I kid you not, friends, I kid you not, it is like the Shekinah glory descending in <laughs> burgerly form. Burgerly form. Now, here's the thing. When we live and we walk in the way of love, we are like this fragrant aroma that is pleasing to the Lord. And here's, here's the thing. Here's what you got to see. This verse is so powerful because it says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Not giving them weights that they were meant, never meant to carry, but be kind. You know what kindness is, right? Kindness is when you slow it down in your mind about how you think someone should act or should be, and you slow it down in your mind so that you can get curious and walk some steps in their shoes. That's kindness. When you're compassionate, compassionate comes from the plural form of womb. And so it's like when, when we are compassionate, we are caring for what God has birthed yeah, into this yeah. world. We care for our neighbor. Yeah. We care for our city. We care for our church. Yeah. That's what it means to be kind and compassionate. But then, then look what it says so powerfully. Forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Now, this word that Paul uses isn't a He uses the second word. And the second word is charismai. Mm-hmm. Charismai. Let me hear you say charismai. charismai. All right, so charis is grace. And zomai, I don't know what it means. But here's, <laughs> what, here's what it means. Here's what it means, I promise. It means this. The grace that I have received, uh-huh. I freely give away. That's what, that's what it means to forgive. That's what it means to have charisma. The grace that I've received from Christ Jesus, uh-huh. I now choose to give it away to someone who has given me a weight that I never meant or was deserved to carry. And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you think about what Christ gave to us, uh-huh. it's a picture of the cross. That's what charisma is. It's a picture of the cross. Now, Every time someone hands you a weight, every time, hey Angie, if I, if I give you this, this five pound weight, you're just now left to carry it. You're now left with a choice. The choice is yours. Are you gonna carry that? And I'll tell you what, weights have interest and they have compounding interest. And what's crazy, what's crazy is all of a sudden you're walking with five pounds. You're walking with five pounds, but that five pounds over the course because you're going to see that person. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to see that person starting to succeed. You're going to start seeing that person kind of flourish. Five pounds, double it up. It gets to 10. <laughs> it gets to 10. And, and the longer that we hold on to this weight, the bigger it gets. And the truth is, you now have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice right now to say, will I go back to the cross? Will I remember the weight that I actually gave to Christ because of my sin, my brokenness, when I lived less than what I was called and intended to, and I gave that to Jesus. Jesus takes that on the cross for me. Now I have a choice. What am I going to do? Am I going to hold on to it? Or just like what God gave to the Hebrew people with Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, to put it on a goat and release it, God has given to us with a man who is perfect, who went to the cross for you and for me. Mm. And now you have a choice every time someone says something to you to go, cares my. I received grace when I didn't deserve it because of the cross. And now I'm gonna go bring that to the cross 
And so here's what I need you to understand. I have this mantra, and I'll give this away because you're a lot healthier than me. Um, I, I have this mantra, and my, or my mentor, Hal, and I, when I was in high school, I, I carried a lot of like angst and frustration. Hal saw it, and he saw it in my face, and I didn't like to lose. I felt like my identity was wrapped up in, in how I did and how I performed on the basketball court or in school. And Hal could see I was just lugging around a whole bunch of baggage, a whole bunch of weight. And it was growing. And it was growing. And it was growing. And, and he began to teach me. He began to teach me about the power of forgiveness and how God gave us this precious gift called forgiveness so that we have been given freedom. And now we can actually choose to forgive. And what actually happens, what actually happens when we choose to give forgiveness, we actually are choosing freedom for ourselves. Choosing yeah. freedom for ourselves. Uh, Anne Lamont says, you know, uh, not forgiving someone is like eating rat poisoning and, accept, and, and expecting the rat to die. Right? This, that's what we do, right? With these ways, we eat it, we internalize it, and we're like, that person's going to pay. Who pays? We pay. Yeah. We pay. And the truth Good. is, the gospel is, he paid. Yeah. He paid Preach so God. that you can live. But the truth is, we're saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to take it on me. I'm going to take it on me. And I'm not going to live. I'm going to die. Mm. It's the antithesis of the gospel. And so the art of letting go is a gift that God has given you to live well right here and now. So here's the mantra. Here's the mantra that Hal taught me that I say so many times throughout the day. I still say it so many times a day. And it's this, cross, charismai. So cross, that's the gift that Jesus gave to us so that we can live in freedom. Cross, release, send it away. Cross, release, send it away. And every time someone gives you a weight that you didn't deserve, you have a moment right now to say, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm bringing this to the cross, yeah. and I'm going to release it there, yeah. and I'm going to send it away. Because yeah. nothing is going to disrupt this temple. Amen. Nothing is going to hold this temple back from actually doing what God called it to do. Amen. And the truth is, I understand that Jesus went to the cross so that I didn't have to. And I don't want to actually have to tell Jesus that wasn't good enough. I actually yeah. can do it better on myself. Because yeah. Yeah. the truth is, I can't. I can't give myself freedom. But because of the cross, whew, I got a place to take that weight, release it, and send it away. When I was a, when I was a kid, how would tell me this, and I usually would, I would go surfing out in Southern California, and I'd take out my longboard, pick up a rock, I'd have a Sharpie in my bag, and I sometimes would write the name of someone who wounded me. I'd write down kind of a, uh, some kind of lie that had been spoken in my life, some kind of lie that I couldn't let go of. I'd paddle out in the middle of the ocean. And as I was waiting for a new set of waves to come in, I would just sit on that board and I would just throw it as far as I could. Mm. It was my, my ability to go cross, release, send it away. Mm. Cross, release, send it away. My family moved from Chicago uh, to, to Arizona. That was my wife's birthday, November 5th. And she, she's an artist, so uh, she's melancholy, she's deep. 
She's awesome. I asked her, what do you want for your birthday? And she said, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love for us as a family to build a fire in the backyard. And I'd love for us to write, what is one thing that we have been blessed by God living in Chicago? And then before we moved to Arizona, I said, I said, okay, we can do that. And she said, and then second is on the other side, I'd love for us to write, what's one thing that we need to leave behind and let go of? And we wrote, and I got a seven-year-old Mercy. I got a 12-year-old Emerson. I got, I got a 24-year-old named Sarah. That's not her age, but that's what she tells me to say. And then I got a 40-year-old me. And we all stand around this fire. And we just begin to share wow. how God gave us and blessed us and taught us and, and showcased so much. And then, and then there were these things that we needed to release. And then my wife, just after we get done, she goes, all right, let's release it into the fire. Wow. And we just released it there. And in my mind, I just was like, cross, release, send it away. And I told my kids, Ephemi and Carol's mine, that this was God's gift to you so that you never had to walk with your, with your shoulders down. You never had to walk just with weight that you were never meant to carry. But you could walk with your chest out, your head yes, high, sir. because you were meant to live yes, in freedom. Sir. And where the Spirit of the Lord is... There's freedom. Yes, sir. There's freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there isn't a whole bunch of weight that you weren't supposed to carry. Mm. And so, friends, I don't know what you need to let go today. I don't know if maybe freedom feels so far, far away. I'll tell you what, when you get close to the cross and you recognize that the ground is level at the foot of the cross for you and for me, for you and for me, for us, that you can bring that weight there and say, I don't know what she said, but bring it there. I don't know what he did, but bring it there. I don't know what they did, but bring it there. And it can begin that process of forgiveness. And again, you might do it, and then all of a sudden you're driving, and something comes up over the radio that reminds you of the person that you've just forgiven, and you go, I gotta do it again. Get to a red light, and you're like, cross, release, send it away. Cross, release, send it away. And friends, I'll tell you, when you learn this and you embody this mantra, yeah, yeah. you will taste freedom. Mm. You will live in freedom. And it will be easier for you to understand, man, I don't want to give weights to people because of how they've given it to me. I don't want people to have to go through this process that I've had to go through. And you'll be more careful with your words You'll use your words to lift people's spirits, to be kind and compassionate, but you'll also recognize day after day, moment after moment, what Christ did for you when he went to the cross to die for your sins so that you couldn't just live, but that you could live in freedom. I don't know about you, but I feel like a little brave heart right now. I just want to say it may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. And the freedom that we have in Christ is to live that charismai and aphemi, cross, release, send it away. Right now, which weight are you carrying? Yeah. Maybe you have to look at this, this, this table. Maybe for some of you right now, you got, a, you got a whole bunch of five pound weights. Maybe the spirit of God is just looking at you in your living room right now and just saying, a five pound weight? How's it working for you? 10-pound weight, how's it working for you? 25-pound weight, how's it working for you? 
30 pound weight, how's it working for you? And the truth is, right here, right now, you have a moment to begin this formation process and truly live into what it means to embody the art of letting go. I want that for you. We want that for you. Because when you live like this, your life becomes a compelling force for good. That when people see you in the marketplace or when your kids see you under stress, you're not someone who's cynical and bitter, raging and filled with anger and malice. You're someone who has a smile and joy and freedom. And I want that for you. Jesus came to live, to die, so that you could have that right here and today. And it's your choice. It's your choice. And so, I just want to pray. I want to pray for my friends watching online. I want to pray for each of you that we would be the people who embody the gospel. Because that's why it's good news. So that you can live in freedom. The sin, the weight, you don't have to carry other people's stuff. Because you got enough stuff on your own. (laughs) But we get the chance to bring it to the cross. So let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the gift of Ephemi, the gift of Charismai, the gift of grace. The fact that your son was willing to come to the cross, die on the cross for me, for my sin. But more than that, just the sin that had been given to me. I was never meant and intended to carry. Now I hold it. And now you said, ah, no, 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 no more, son. No more, son. Bring it to me. People are watching in their living rooms, in the kitchen, wherever people are. God, I pray that there would be this holy space, this holy moment right now that they could step as if they are walking towards the foot of the cross And they could acknowledge, I got some five pound weights, I got some 10 pound weights, I got some 15, 20, 25, 30, maybe 45, maybe 100 pound weights. And maybe they're saying right now, God, I'm naming these weights. I'm naming the person, I'm naming what they said, I'm naming what they did, and I want to begin a process of surrender. And so I'm bringing them to you, and I'm gonna release them. And I'm gonna release the weight that they're holding in my life. I'm gonna release the real estate that they are carrying in my heart and in my mind. I'm gonna release that to you. And I'm gonna trust that you're gonna send it away. And I know that the enemy is gonna wanna bring it back up. And I know that for many of us, we have become so familiar with carrying this weight and being filled down with cynicism and angst and rage and malice in our hearts. But you know what? You came to bring us freedom. And I pray that we would trust you in this moment. And when the enemy brings those weights back up, God, I pray, I pray, I pray that my friends would remember cross, release, send it away. Make us people who are free. Make us people who can declare freedom. Make us people who understand what the true gift of the cross and Easter and the resurrection is all about. You don't want us to carry weight that we were never meant to carry. You made us to be free. So let us be free indeed. We love you, God. And all God's people said, amen. 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 You've been listening to Letting Go of Unforgiveness with Steve Carter, teaching pastor at Heartland Community Church. 
You can experience the entire service this message came from by going to heartland.cc and clicking on the watch page, or on YouTube at Heartland CC Rockford, or you can watch it on the Heartland CC app. Thanks for listening. 